Hello and welcome to the Mind Detox Podcast. Here, we're going to discover a new way to think, feel and heal while exploring our spiritual side. I'm your host, Sandy Newbigging, also known as the Mind Detox Monk, because, well, I'm a monk and a meditation teacher, and for the past 15 years or so, I've been working with people from around the world using a method that I accidentally created called Mind Detox. Mind Detox is all about curing the unconscious causes of physical, emotional, or life issues. So stick around if something is going on in your body, emotions, or life, and you don't know why, because we'll be exploring the possible mind-based causes during this or an upcoming episode. As a monk who's written 12 books and meditated for thousands of hours, the topics of inner peace and living in the present moment will most likely be a thread that runs through many of our episodes. So stick around again if you want to stress less and be still more. This podcast includes highlights from my online club and academy meetings, expert interviews, guided meditations, and more. All so that you can cure the cause and master peace. For today's podcast, I'm going to share a highlight from one of my recent Mind Detox Club meetings. Uh, the theme was Calm Demic. I talk about how you can use Mind Calm in order to remain resilient and uh, calm and peaceful during these uncertain times. And I share my three S's. Uh, so listen up for what these three S's are, and uh, they really are uh, life changing. If I was to, to summarize mind calm in three words, it would be peace with mind. Peace with mind. The philosophy at the heart of mind calm is that peace never left you, that you left peace. Not necessarily intentionally, but habitually uh, nonetheless. And within all of us is this huge sky of consciousness and we have temporary things flying around within that consciousness. We've got thoughts, we've got emotions, we've got physical sensations. And basically anything that you are aware of is usually, uh, unless it's the awareness itself, is usually temporary. Okay. So even I am uh, something flying around your awareness right now. I just want to admit people, sorry. Even I am something that you are aware of right now. Therefore, I am something temporary within your permanent awareness and at, the, and, and at the heart of mind calm is the is the simple premise uh, and truth that that which is aware of all these temporary things coming and going is permanent completely permanent completely unchanging and it's really fundamental that simple word permanent because if it's permanent, it means it's always accessible. Every aspect of what's going on in your mind, emotions, body, life, it is possible to experience, any t experience peace anytime, anywhere. And that is because that which is aware of all these temporary things, that which is aware of it all is already at peace. That which is aware of it all is already still, silent, spaciousness, inherently calm. 
So if we can remain consciously aware and calm originally st stood for conscious awareness, life meditation, conscious awareness, life meditation. If we can remain consciously aware, we can experience peace anytime, anywhere. Now, recently I've been doing some, uh, one of my mentoring sessions and uh, I, I've been sharing this uh, quite often people. So I thought, you know, why not share it with you guys? Uh, because it's something that's coming in, uh, showing up in my one-on-one uh, -on -one mind, mind detox sessions with people. And it's the three S's. Who here has never heard of the three S's that I share? I can see Mary at the top of my screen. I talked to you about this the other day. Um, so I know you've definitely heard about this a little bit, but who here has never heard of the three S's that I talk about? Uh, let me know in the chat box if, you've, uh, if you want, if you will. Um, the three S's. The reason I want to show the three S's is because they're the, the fundamental um, things that we can play with or fundamental reminders even to come back to this permanent peace in which we are. This peace that is always present, always present. I can't emphasize enough the importance of remembering this because it can feel at times that we are missing peace. There's, there is this like missing piece of this life puzzle. And if I can just figure out this, this, this thing, then finally I'll be able to find this, this elusive uh, calm. These three essays are a wonderful reminder and a wonderful strategy really in order to maintain and grow spiritually um, irrespective of what's going on in your life. So the first S is stillness. Okay, the first S is stillness. Any moment, any moment you become aware enough to, to, um, to make a different choice than what you've been unconsciously caught up in, you always want to initially choose for stillness. Now, why would that be an important thing? It may seem obvious to some of you that have been around for a while. Well, believe it or not, it's often not the first thing we think of. Often when we realize we've got some sort of problem or discomfort going on within our physical body or uh, some sort of emotional unease going on, often we want to default into the fix it, change it and improve it uh, mode. We, and, and we don't necessarily immediately think, oh, you know what the solution to this is? Silence, stillness. It's not necessarily the first thing. So I'm really wanting to convey to you the importance of actually allowing stillness to be the uh, immediate uh, solution to go for. Suffering, stress, struggle are all occurring within the movement of life. And they are occurring ultimately because we've temporarily forgotten who we are. We've temporarily, temporarily forgotten who we are. In the moments that we're stressing or struggling or suffering, it's because we have identified and become the voice in our head or the emotions that we're feeling right now or the physical discomfort or condition symptoms or, or pain or whatever, or, or we become even the, the life circumstance, the life situation. We've identified into it. It's become our identity, even for a moment. I'd say the ultimate cause of of problems would be 
having an identity crisis. Now that doesn't need to be a long crisis. It could be a five minute crisis or it could be a 15 year crisis, but however long it lasts, ultimately it's an identity crisis. We currently believe we're someone or something that we're not. We are the permanent aspect of ourself. And when we identify into the temporary thought, the temporary voice in our head, the temporary emotion or whatever, then we are having an identity crisis. Now, when we know who we are, we know we're not that thought. We know we're not that emotion. We know we're not just our physical body. We know we're not our life circumstances. And when I say no, I don't even mean conceptually no. The ultimate knowing is actually more of an experience. Okay. So don't let that knowing word confuse you because when I say knowing who you are, what I'm, it's a familiar term, but what I'm really meaning is experiencing who you really are. Experiencing this permanent underlying stillness. So how do you experience stillness? Be here now. Be here now. It's as simple as that. Now, You've heard this before. You've got many techniques and tools to play with. Uh, the obvious one would be, I can see some of you uh, mouthing it, yeah? Gawo, obviously. The most obvious one would be Gawo, exactly, where you're gently alert with your attention wide and open. And if you're new to the club, because I know quite a few of you joined this month, um, guys, check out the uh, toolkit on the members, the hub club, club hub, and uh, there's uh, the Gawo instructions in there. And so, the trick to stillness is to be here now. It's not more complicated than that, and that's good news. You can't, I wouldn't try to be still. I would just be present. Your goal is to aim to be present. Why? Because when you're, when you're fully here, when you're giving your undivided attention, and I, I'm always clear to say undivided, 100% of your attention. When you give 100% of your attention to just whatever is being presented to you right now, The mind shuts up, <laughs> the mind goes still. You experience quietness. And because you're no longer caught up in the movement and you're now more attentive to that quietness, that stillness, naturally you start to experience more peace. The peace that was always present within you, but maybe, just maybe, uh, you were missing because you're putting all your attention or most of your attention somewhere else, somewhere, in, and you were in your mind, you're in your thoughts, and you're essentially feeling your thinking. So, if you ever have any stress, struggle, or strain going on, or even dare I say it, some you know suffering, first thing you want to be is still. First step: no mind, no problem. Remember Buddha: no mind, no problem. Return to your real self. Now, if you're finding that hard, if you're finding it hard to be still right now, then default to the next S, surrender. Surrender. The second S in being superhuman and living the most superb life is surrender. Now by surrender, I don't mean, anything, I don't mean letting go. Sorry, <laughs> I do mean letting go. I don't mean giving up. I don't mean like waving the white flag and well, there's no point in getting kind of defeatist. Surrender is actually a very positive and proactive um, thing to do. And it is about letting go. It's about being willing to let go of whatever you are currently holding on to. Now, this, believe it or not, does not only 
refer to times when you have a problem. In fact, I would invite you to let go of anything even when you're having a good moment because it can make it even more expanded and even make it more magical and more magnificent. So surrender, again, is one of the main uh, things I urge you to be playing with. Now, when I first uh, became a monk, uh, it was like 12 years ago, I took some vows to dedicate myself to, to my monkness. <laughs> There's probably a better way of saying that. But there was different stages of, of vows. So the first one was kind of almost like an engagement in a way, because like at that point, I honestly didn't know what I was getting myself into. So they're kind of kind and they kind of say, the first set of vows you do are kind of for a year, <laughs> you know, so you still have a chance to kind of back out or, or whatever. You don't really know what you're signing up for. And then there's a second, another set of vows and there's a third set of vows. And in the third set of vows, um, where it's a pretty, it's a kind of an eternal dedication at that point. And you, you really do know what you're signing up for and you are excited to want to do this. Um, <clears throat> every kind of second line or third line of the vows was, I surrender what is left to myself. There's a bit more to the sentence, but I don't want to freak him out. So I'm just going to end the sentence there. But it's, I surrender what is left of myself. I surrender everything. I surrender all of myself. Every thought, feeling, action, circumstance that I believe is me, I surrender it all. I just let it all go. And surrender is such a, 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 a key part to what we're sharing here because ultimately we are letting go of all our ideas that we've picked up along the way, all conditioning we've gathered along the way. We're letting go of the mind-made version of ourself to experience the most authentic and real and permanent uh, experience of ourself. Um, th they're different things. And, you know, my first teacher recently said that one of our goals is to let go of the idea of being human. <laughs> and I was like, whoa, that's quite a big statement. But really to let go of any, any sense of an individual self. Because through that willingness to let go, you can discover true unity, true oneness. As long as there's a me and a my and a mine running in your life, me, mine, mine, as long as there's me, mine, mine, there's going to be a, a separate sense of self that can ultimately keep you in a limitation and separate you from your, your, the, the true magnificence and, and divine self that which, which you are. So, why is it important to surrender? Well, because you get to, to let go of fear. <laughs> fear comes from separate, separation. There's no fear when you're experiencing oneness with peace, oneness with love, oneness with life, oneness with creation. There's no fear there. There's not this individual me trying to survive and preserve itself and maintain and, and, and get through another day or whatever. You're completely clear and here experiencing the infinite. It's absolutely wonderful. So another benefit for surrender is, is what Mahatma Gandhi talked about in his, in his very late years. I don't know... Um, you know, you, you may have heard about his famous quote, 
be the change you want to see in the world. Uh, is that familiar with you? Well, there's another thing that he shared later on in his life, very near to his death, that isn't so famous. But he said that he, he made the greatest impact only when he had reduced himself to zero. It's oh, a big statement, eh? He made the greatest impact only when he had reduced himself to zero. We're talking about surrender. We're talking about letting go of all our ideas and our attitudes and our self misconceptions to be an empty channel or vessel or whatever you want to call it, just completely aligned with the, with the present moment, empty and through that emptiness, that stillness and silence, true creativity, true inspiration, genuine intuition, like pure and powerful words and actions are able to arise from that space that is a lot more powerful and impactful than if it's just from the surface of our mind and the individual me and the concepts I've got along the way and stuff I think is a good idea and sounds good or, or whatever. Very different when it comes from uh, the source of life itself. So to surrender, I want you to think be zero now. So for, for stillness, we've got be here now. And for surrender, I want you to think be zero now. The goal is to be zero now. Now, here's the funny thing. If you do this with, with, with the ways that we are suggesting in here, then this will not be a mental concept of being zero. And so you won't become numb. You won't become like beige. <laughs> I'm not telling you to lose your personality or, you're not, or, or your, your uniqueness or your individualness. The funny thing is that when you let go of the ideas of who you think you are, you actually become your natural flavor, your, your, your real self, and you become more, not less. Okay, so let me just be very clear on the parameters of what I'm saying. I'm not saying to surrender, just become like, you know, only able to stare at a wall. I'm saying actually when you're completely clear in here, this natural flavor that you are uh, shines shines through and all comes through. Does that sound like good, guys? Does that make sense? Are you, yes, thumbs up. I can see some of you at the top of the screen. Thumbs up. Um, thank you. Yeah, clear in here with no fear. Exactly, Nick. Nice, nice little way of remembering, eh? Now, let's say you're going to write your day and you've got the pandemic going on and you've got this, that, and the news here and that person worried talking at you over there and having to wear your masks here and all this sort of stuff. And you're getting this bit in your head and you, and you want to try and be still, but then your mind jumps in and, and it wants to like um, have all these thoughts and you get engaged and you, okay, no, I can't be still right now. Okay, I'm going to try and surrender. And then, but no, I don't want to surrender. <laughs> you're kind of in this kind of, no, this is really personal and real and relevant and it's required for me to think about this thing. So if you're finding stillness and surrender difficult, you've got the third S. The third S is service. The third S is service, okay? Service. If your mind is becoming a bit macro and in your face and taking over, um, then basically what that's meaning is the ego is having a, a bit of a, a party. 
and it's it's um, running the show. And if you want to put the ego and the mind on the back burner, then service is one of the best ways you can do that, to be of service. And um, in in my uh, in my workshop I did last year when I talked about these three essays, I, I said that kind of the reminder for this one is be hero now, be hero now. So you've got be here now, be zero now, and be hero now. And, and the reason I, I like, I call, you know, I refer to being a hero now is because if you think of the classic hero, if, you, if you've ever watched a superhero movie, um, what is that person or th person doing that's the superhero? Well, they're putting others in front of themselves, aren't they? If you, if you think about it, their focus, their priority is on the other as opposed to their own agenda that day or whatever. They're, they're, they're there to, to serve and to save or, or whatever. And service works so well because your attention, if you do it fully, stops being on me or my or mine and it's simply how can i help how you doing what's up what can i do for you and the less there's a me mine mine the more peace love and joy there's going to be in your moment to moment experience now sometimes people say well i can't serve because i am on my own and there's no one around to serve i'm like well first of all be brave and pick up the phone and ask someone how they are. And when you actually pick up that phone and say how you're doing, don't do it so you can, you know, tell them your problems. Because <laughs> often people will call up to, to share their problems. Ask them how they're getting on and really genuinely listen, like be of service. And if there's no one that you can call, then again, there's no excuses because every moment can become a sacred experience by engaging an attitude of service. So what does that mean? It means that you can be of service to the plate that you just ate of off when you're doing the dishes. <laughs> that plate just served you by meaning you didn't eat the, have to eat the food off the table or on the floor or something. It's, it's, it served you that plate and we can just, that's just a plate, but you can actually clean it within a sacred way. <laughs> Please don't tune out guys. <laughs> It does actually make your turn the mundane more magical if you play with this stuff. You can literally make washing the dishes an act of service. Now, you can also do it for someone else in the house. You can do it for them. Even if they never do it, you can do it anyway, but do it from a place of service. Maybe this is one way you can serve in this lifetime. Um, anytime life becomes tit for tat, I'll do that, but you have to give me this, then we're not really living from a, a service attitude. You want to get up every day and just give all, all that's left of ourselves to life, uh, everything. Now, the funny thing is if we do that with no conflict, then there is no, we don't, we don't get drained. We don't get chronic fatigue. We don't get repetitive strain injury uh, from doing things if we're doing it from a place of service. If there's any conflict whatsoever in the act, then it can, uh, detract from our energy levels. It can take from us. It can take energy to do. But true service seems to be a, an energy generating thing. It's a it's a it's a very fascinating thing. So 
don't worry about being taken advantage of and stuff. It's it's not that's not the game we're playing right now. Now, if if after a period of time you are being taken advantage of, then we can obviously do mind detox or cam cure on, on the root cause of why that's possible. But there's a different story. But generally, um, you can't lose through through service. It, it really puts the ego in the back burner. It gets you into it. It changes your mood so fast, so fast. Uh, if you're in a if you're in a, under a cloud and you're finding it hard to be still, you're finding it hard to surrender the current thought, current emotion, current whatever, then you want to default to uh, still uh, service. And, and this, believe it or not, does all fall under uh, the 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 mind calm world, or, or you know the mind calm method or whatever, because these three S's. Are, are the fast path to experiencing a, a, a permanent presence of, of peace uh, and ultimately inner silence and stillness. Uh, does that sound good, guys? Is that useful for, for the mind calm bit of the evening? Does that sound like a nice little summary of mind calm? I cannot tell you how useful it is. And my clients feedback to me often, the one-on-one people, uh, they, they often say, you know, that was so helpful. I'd had all these concepts and ideas I picked up all over the time. And just these three essays just summarizes it and makes it so simple. And it gives me something in the moment I can do, right? If in doubt, stillness, be here now. If that's challenging, okay, what, what is currently standing in the way of that stillness? I'm holding on to something. I've got my teeth into a, a thought or a position or opinion or a judgment. And, and I need to be willing to let that go. How do I let that go? Withdraw my attention from it. See the first one, be here now. <laughs> be here now again. Because you can't be fully present and be holding on to a thought at the same time. You can't be fully present and be identified into an emotion and be that emotion at the same time. You can be aware of an emotion occurring, but you, you won't be uh, having an identity crisis believing I am sad. You know, that which is aware of, Sadness is not sad. See last month's uh, meeting on intense emotions. That which is aware of anxiety is not anxious. But if we are suffering from that emotion, it's because we have, uh, we need to, we're, we're, we're doing the opposite of, of surrender. We're, we're, we're usually trying to control someone or something. Um, control our mind, control our emotions, control something in our life. And so, to surrender, you, you to let you can't let go of something by continuing to look at that thing. Okay, so really, this is this is really useful in the practical terms if you actually play with this after. You can let go of it by looking at it. I really want to surrender this thing. It's your attention on it that's actually keeping you stuck to it. Okay, it it, it takes courage, uh, courageousness to withdraw your attention and place it where that is not, where the thought is not, where the emotion is not place it here 100% but ultimately what it does is it changes the gear internal and puts you into that aware a gear aware gear uh, as opposed to just kind of passive passively not alert not 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 attentive to the present moment and you know uh, that, that's how most people are living just sleepwalking through life so we're talking about being superheroes superhumans and these three S's are the fast path and if you're very good and you stick around, I'm going to share with you a meditation at the end, uh, which can help you to play with the stillness, surrender, and service uh, during meditation and, and make that a habit for you. But if it's okay with you, I'd like to 
move on to body calm as another way of remaining resilient during this time. Is that sound okay, guys? 